Here we go. You are now listening to Random Rambling with Rock. Get ready for some random shit from Rob Now everybody stand up and lift your arms Put your hands in the sky like you're pinching stars Go piss on Mars! What? It's so random, it's all gravy The podcast is Rob's, yeah, go crazy Yup And all kind of shit like that That's what Rob says when he runs off track Fun fact, tuck that in your brain Fuck that, nutsacks, we act insane And the fast lane's still smooth like butter Rob, dude, you one cool ass brother Motherfucker You might hear that about every other word But who's keeping camp? The ramblings get so random What's happening, I'm babbling so much you can't handle me, chattering teeth Sound like a battle axe bashing the beat Don't laugh when I speak, cause really, we're just some idiots I ain't talking about a little bit, I'm talking fully illiterate Like little kids trapped in a grown man's body Acting a fool like Lindsay Lohan party Like it's a part of your life, we party all night Blackout, that's how we party it right Hit the Walmart cause we bored as shit Instagram and upload the feed <laughs> look, at, look at Rob hanging out in the Walmart for no reason Just Instagramming, he got his phone out Walking around looking at himself like Hey, look at me, I'm walking through Walmart. It's so random, Rob. It's so random, random. but that's what we love. Random ramblings with random Rob. Ramblings. Random ramblings. Motherfucking random freaking ramblings. motherfucking random freaking random ramblings. Random ramblings. Random ramblings. Blah, blah, ramblings. Blah, blah, blah. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. For those of you who are old school listeners, just the R R R P C, <laughs> but um. In any case, welcome back, and I appreciate you for coming back again and listening to the show. And if you're a new listener, I also, I also would like to give you a virtual high five because I'm not in a room or a car or wherever you're listening to this podcast at. But if I was there with you, just know that my hand would be fully extended in your direction, and we would be touching. Uh, inner hand skins together and I don't know feel, depending on how I feel at the moment in time when we touch inner hand skins I might do a little rotation to the left or to the right as we you know enjoy the high five but that's neither here or there it's another edition and uh, today is going to be the I guess the second I wouldn't say annual because I didn't do this last year but wait a minute yeah, maybe I have. I've, I've done it in the year of 2017. I just haven't done it in the year of 2018. So would that make it annual or would annual be a full 365 days? But in any case, today is a voicemail edition of the show because during the whole move and everything, I got a backlog of voicemails, mostly from Hoppy. I say 50% of them are from Hoppy. <laughs> I only got 10. So you can do the math on that. And um, I just wanted to get them all out and get them all done with. Because if you took your time to submit a voicemail of any kind or submit anything to the show, I would feel like that I'm cheating you out of um, that time that you gave to me. Because, I mean, I asked you to do something for me and you did it. And for me not to play it, that, I think that's harsh shit. So I have a special episode dedicated to all you that sent in voicemails so with me on this voicemail journey is that motherfucker jody b from the po boys podcast and jody b himself 
has um, some things that he wants to share on this glorious special edition of the voicemails. So welcome, Mr. Jody B. Oh, you got me back, huh? You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. You know, the thing is, uh, I know you said you're going to switch the format. I've been sitting here the whole time, by the way, guys. Mm-hmm. That was a good ramble. That was that was at least uh, a minute or two solid of just fucking nailing it, right? Yeah, it just comes to me. I just say what I think. And sometimes that's just not like formatted. I, I can't do it. I, I try. And my intros, I think, are actually getting shorter. <laughs> it's getting to a point where I'll sit here and just round, just, hey, anyway, this is what happened this week. And I go, all right, I can just I can get the fuck out of here. Bye. <laughs> I just jump off. Like, yeah. It's tough. Well, I kind of feel like that when I do it. You like, you, your format is uh, similar to what mine's was. You know, you talk a little bit and, you know, your interview or, you know, your recording is already done. So you just kind of preluding it and everything. And right. I have no problem with that, but like me doing it this way, the way I've been doing it for the past couple episodes, I feel like, you know, cause all right, we'll record a show and then maybe days later, or even at the end of the week, I'll go back and edit that shit and then try to record an intro. And then the shit's not fresh in my mind unless I go back and listen to the whole goddamn episode again. <laughs> Man, I'll do that. I'll uh, skip around. That's kind of my my plan. I'll throw it up, maybe do some last minute adjusting. I don't know, dude, because actually the last uh, last month or so, I've just been going live to tape. Like I'm literally recording either the day before or the same day. Yeah. And uh, putting it up. So that cuts out a little bit of the anxiety. And I, at least the intros and outros are fresh. I almost started doing intros before. Like, have you ever thought about that? Just doing a quick little, Hey, this is da, 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 da. He's from da, 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 da. And that's what we're going to be talking to. And then do your, your outro would probably be your wrap up after you get done talking. Well, yeah. Well, like how are we doing today? It's just like, I did the intro. You're, you were here live. We're going to talk and do the episode. And then whenever yeah. you log out, I'm going to keep going right into the outro. You know, it's not going to be a pause. I do that sometimes. I've done it maybe two, three times. So, yeah. and that's my show, the, the Po Boys podcast. We're, we're all across the map right now, all up in this fucking Potter madness bracket shit. We're going to uh, hopefully move forward again. I might make it to the Sweet 16, baby. Yeah, well, um, not to downplay that or whatever, but, you know, let everybody in on what's going on. So uh, maybe you get some extra votes for the next round. So um, a recent episode I did with uh, this podcast host, Shane, from the Now That I'm Older podcast. Mm-hmm. Has he been on here? Have you talked to him before? I know of him, but I don't know him through voice to voice contact. Okay, so he's just he's this dude uh, from Atlanta. Uh, interesting cat had a, a pretty you know in and out career with music. He's made a movie. You know he's done some shit, mm-hmm. and now he's podcasting. And he he does a very professional job from what I've seen. Uh, he appears to be you know have a pretty broad stroke thus far. And uh, yeah, I believe he might be one of the original like joining members of the Potter family. Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say. Um, that's why I know him from, you know, whenever I first started out in podcasting, it was real deep into the whole Potter family thing. That's how I met, you know, a lot of the people that I podcast with or know through podcasting. And um, yeah. that now that I'm older show was like a staple in all that. See, 
the, the Potter family thing is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I, up until that point had had a couple, like a reason or two that I felt like I just wasn't going to involve myself. And it wasn't that I was mad. Um, one of the reasons was just because I didn't want to be, you know, it's weird to me that there are these podcasts that have, you know, they've even done 10 episodes mm-hmm. and they're already, and I'm not trying to sound like Mr. Big Dick Dangle here, but I'm saying like, <laughs> you know, you've put in two years. Yeah. I put in a year of doing this shit every fucking week on time, not on time, but every week for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it's funny to me how some of the newer, you know, lower, it, it's almost like they jump into the car and even know how to put gas in a motherfucker yet. Like you just, I don't know. I didn't want to be a part of like a circle jerk just of people going, yeah, I'll listen to your fucking show. And then they don't. Yeah. So I haven't really fucked with it. I wanted to build up kind of my own audience. And I think that I've done that because, you know, there's a bracket just like March Madness. It started with 64 uh, podcasts and Shane invited me. He didn't, you know, invite me, but he sent me the link and said, hey, man, maybe you should try this out. I said, I don't know. And we kind of talked about everything. And I finally was like, yeah, what the hell? It could be fun. I like a competition once in a while. And I've been getting a little stale lately, I feel. Mm-hmm. So uh, they started it up and uh, we made it through the first round. And we could make it through this round. You know, it's it's fun to know that I've got people that actually listen to or enjoy my show enough to go. Yeah, sure. To take a second, and that's that's pretty damn cool, man. Yeah. Well, like uh, with a lot of those things, you know, just being on social media like that is just like I've run across a couple of like these little tournaments, not specifically for podcasts, but just things in general. And I'll just go on there and not even knowing what show is which. And I'll just be like, well, this title of this show sounds okay so i'll just vote for this one <laughs> now i took that into consideration and i i don't doubt that there are some people that either have done that for me or for the opponent in that situation mm-hmm. but well, what i what i've also done is like i'll go to each <laughs> show's account and whoever has the less followers that's the one that i would vote for that's what i've been doing <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's through the Potter family thing, and there's a lot of people that get you know retweeted and liked and all that shit. And I'll I'll retweet some shit. I, I don't mind playing along. But uh, Shane made a point, and he said, you know, I really enjoy podcasting. And he said, I got kind of tired of only having like 20 listens. Yeah. And I, I said, you know, that is kind of true. I mean, it's it makes me feel good, and it's not like like an ego thing. It's like a it's a self-esteem thing for me. You know what I mean? It lets mm-hmm. me know that I did something that was at least good enough for somebody to listen to once. And I'm like, okay. And that, that's your motivation. That's what keeps the fire burning. Yeah. So and if well, I up the input on that particular situation, then yeah, why not? Yeah. I, I kind of feel like, you know, I was doing it for me just because, you know, this was something I wanted to do. But now, you know, after doing it for two years, I kind of feel like almost it's an obligation that I have to do it now for those 20 or so people that come in every week (laughs) or damn even people that contribute to the show. I mean, I feel like I have to do a a show for them, you know. Well, and speaking of which, 
I uh, I recently come up with a bit from a show with oh. a thing. It was uh, Missed Connections at the Waffle House. Oh, I think I I'm going to try to keep that going. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, what's this thing that you said you had for me that was going to split my asshole or some shit? That's what I was just fixing to get to, oh, sir. Oh, yeah, let's uh, get to it. So, I'm listening to a show that's from here. It's called Small Town Famous. You can look them up if you like. It's a bunch of dudes from the northern part of the state, I think. It's a clean-cut show, but they're funny guys. They sit around and just goof, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the other day, they're talking, and they say, hey – have you ever uh, listened to our show at half speed? And they were like, no. Why would you? And he goes, oh, man. <laughs> and there was a pause. And uh, <laughs> they played a segment of their show. And, you know, being from the South, we kind of have this. We, we, we talk funny, a little slow. I understand. It's kind of drawn out. So the deal is, is if you go on your phone to any player and you go half speed, it doesn't distort it to where it sounds like it's chopped and screwed. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just slows down the tempo. And basically, it makes you sound like you're either fucking really, 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 really stoned. <laughs> or maybe it sounds like if you were to get roofied and somebody was talking to you, like this is what it would sound like to, to hear people speak to you that way. <laughs> well, I encourage anybody... Uh, that's listened this far to go ahead and um, tap no, that no, half no, speed no. button and see what happens. <laughs> Listen, I got some clips here. I'm gonna play them. Oh, okay, okay, for you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Joe Rogan. Okay, you listen to Joe Rogan at all? Uh, you know how he speaks. It's, I know how he speaks, but I don't listen to his goddamn show. Okay, so this is Joe Rogan from a recent episode. Somewhere around 90% of the Native Americans bringing outside disease. All kinds of crazy shit that people had no immune systems for. Right. And that this idea that they did it all. So you're <laughs> just kind of slow shit down a little bit? Yeah, you sound like you drunk as shit. <laughs> Okay, so I have other. I have our friends' podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, good. Would you, would you like to hear a few of these? Yes, yes. Uh, um, we fuck the voicemails. I want to do this. <laughs> okay, yes, Christopher is like a dollar or something. Oh no! <laughs> change, pocket full of change. Here you go. That's all you. And he was like, you want some crack? <laughs> it was appreciative. I appreciated the offer. I really. That's our good friends yeah, at the Naked the, Porch. The Naked Porch. Yeah, they sound like that anyway. <laughs> so, so here's me, just real briefly, and uh, this is me and Sean from last week. Oh, okay. Ate some shit, and you just kind of pause and go, "Fuck, this is the wrong people to be saying this weird shit." To you know, it's like they don't get it. They just look at me like this guy's a fucking retard. <laughs> I think that's happened to me a few times, and this was one skull. of those cases where I think I. Over- you sound like Forrest Gump. He's like, I may not know. <laughs> but I know what love is. 
Okay, I got just a couple more. Right. Here's uh, here's our good friend, Mister S. Anthony Thomas. Oh, this is gonna be great. Fist fights and bars. I've been in them. I didn't. Uh, I didn't initiate the fist fights and bars. <laughs> Other people were fighting, and I had to whip some people's asses just to get out of the building. <laughs> Um, because the fight had nothing to do with me, but then like throwing. <laughs> See now with that one, um, because he has that voice or whatever, and you slow it down, he sounds like Bill Cosby a little bit. It's funny because I think S talks really fast, like he's yeah. he ranty shit. So I think that's actually a ranty. As a matter of fact, watch. I'm Cheers sorry. and bottles and stabbing people. I'm like, I ain't gonna be, and I'm gonna have the out the door. No, you ain't. We fight and you fight. And I'm like, really? And I drove on a dude's nose and knocked his ass out. The next guy stuck under him. I pick him up. I body slam his punk ass. I punch the other guy in the face. And I run out the door. Cause I- yeah, like his his uh, full speed is almost you know normal at half speed. <laughs> okay. Last one. I think you're going to enjoy this. Alright. It's like But it's funny now because like I'm no I'm the biggest wrestling fan in this house. My kids kinda like it because no that's they know that's what I I like. Dude, I sound fucked up. <laughs> so I'm thinking to to do something with that, like some kind of like, oh, these are you know podcast clip on volume. <laughs> Bill Cosby's rape victim. Here's podcast. <laughs> oh, it's man. fucking it's hilarious. But like me is like it was almost perfect because I have those um, infrequent pauses and ums and stuff like that and it sounds like how a drunk person would be is like you know <laughs> just like yeah he's, he's, yeah <laughs> I fucking love it man so uh, all you have to do if you have some way of adjusting your playback speed knock that motherfucker back to .5 <laughs> from one time speed and uh Prepare your anus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you'll spend an hour listening to that shit. Well, other than them, you know, s- slowing it down or whatever. I mean, they got the option to where you can increase the speed and everything. But I don't just like. I know if you have somebody that may speak slower or whatever, that that would probably be great for them if you were trying to get through a podcast quick. And I've heard of people that do the um, audio books. They listen to audio books and they listen to them on half speed forward, not, you know, slower. So they can quickly burn through books like, you know, I just don't understand why you would do something like that. So it's like listening to the end of a car commercial or a thing where it's like, yeah, manufacturing include details required. Yeah. Yeah. Or end of a Valtrex commercial or some shit. <laughs> like herpes medicine. Gross. Yeah. That was the first thing that popped in mind. Not that I have herpes or anything, but tell you a story. One time, my wife's friend was dating my wife, this guy, and uh, she was in his bathroom and just happened to look at the medicine cabinet for some ibuprofen or some shit. Mm-hmm. Saw a Valtrex prescription. Oh, yeah. 
See, that, that you're setting yourself up for failure whenever you go to a foreign person's house. I'm not talking about foreign as in another country, but like foreign as like you don't know this motherfucker. You just start rifling through that shit. You might see some stuff that you don't want to see. I think they had already been fornicating. So it made it a little bit of another issue at the time. Oh, oh, hmm. It's like, oh, oh, this is a problem. What oh. should I do? Yeah, <laughs> so she called been. my wife and was like, hey, man, well, I, um, <laughs> herpes is one of those weird ones, man. I'm glad I'm not on the dating scene anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, and like he can hide for a couple of years and be like, surprise. <laughs> I'm watching a show uh, called Adam Ruins Everything, and they talk about STDs. And at one point, they say, you know, you shouldn't herpes shame somebody because, in fact, like 40% of the population has herpes now. Mm-hmm. Like, one, you put four people in a room, there's a chance that one out of four has it. And they're like, you shouldn't shame people. And I was like, motherfucker, somebody should have been shaming you beforehand. Yeah. And then I wouldn't be 40% of the population. Like, I'm not throwing my dick on a table and just rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, sir. I don't know, man. Sometimes it's a a passion thing. You, it gets just gets out of control, and then you just like you feeling the the, the luby warmness, and then it's, it's all over. Ain't nothing you can do about it. <laughs> I feel like that should be something I would ask now. Like I'm dead serious. I would be like, "Hey, you got herpes." <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, and then like I don't know. You you talk about the you put four people in a room and at least one of them would have it. I feel it would be at least two. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I believe that it includes all herpes, which is also cold sores. Yeah. You know, it's the other one. So I get the logistics of. 40% of the population has herpes. Mm-hmm. But surely there's some weight to the fact that people have just been fucking and spreading it around. And uh, that's not cool, bro. Yeah. I, b- I believe now in this day and age that like we're almost back to where people were having sex more frequently, like how it was in the 60s and 70s. How everybody was just like, here, I have a penis. You have a vagina. Take this. Or even let's slap these two dicks and balls together and see what happens. I believe that goes a lot on a lot more frequently than, you know, it usually do. It goes on uh, more frequently, but they're having less kids. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know because I work with a girl um, at my job. She was bragging about it. Usually, um, that's when they get a little desperate. <laughs> yeah. uh, but she, I think she about 30, 31, something like that. Own house, car, no kids. I was like, you kind of off in the head, too, so I can probably see why. <laughs> it's your prime real estate, but I don't know. You got some bats in the cave, bitch. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then we we had this conversation before. Um, I, well, I don't know if we had the conversation right out, but I know I said it on the show. Uh, thing that uh makes my ears perk up when my kids talk, um, they the use of the word had, like when like, you don't even need to use it, like we, he had come out here, yeah, like we had went to the store and shit like that. <laughs> These two so, girls that I work with, it's every other word, and I'm just like in there, like ping, ping, ping. My ears are just like, why? <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's one of those. I know it's a southern thing. I know it's that. 
Yeah. Well, there's a few of those that I, I enjoy. I don't, it's it's Southern. It's black. I don't know what exactly where it comes from, but it's a few things that, well, I just did one right there. It's a few things we're going to talk about. Um, I think it's funny when people replace the word there with it's. Like, remember, like example. Charles Ramsley, Ramsley, Charles Ramsey with the when he talked about I had got some McDonald's <laughs> and all that shit. Remember, <laughs> I'm about oh, give me more examples. Charles Ramsey was the dude who found those three bitches that had been locked up in that dude's basement. Mm-hmm. Ariel, Ariel Castro. Was that it? What was the fucking Man, don't make me lie to you. You telling me a story <laughs> a few years ago. Somebody will know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyway, there was a dude locked these three bitches up in his basement, and there was a black dude that lived next door that had, uh, you know, lived next door to the dude forever. And then one day he went for a jog or some shit. He went and got some McDonald's. And on the way back, there was some lady hanging out the bottom of the door talking about help me. And then they interviewed him on the radio, on the news, and then he went viral, and he was all over the thing, and he got mad because people were being mean. Uh, you don't yeah. remember this shit? Yeah, yeah I, I remember not. You jogging my memory. Ha yeah. ha. Much like he did jog. They did a remix to his interview. And one thing that he said was, it's some old girls in that house. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh, dead giveaway. That's what it was. Dead giveaway. When you see a young white lady run into a black man's arms. Dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah, I remember that now. Because he had like the, uh, the Jericho mullet. He had like an Al Sharpton, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Press perm. Anyway. <laughs> Fucking Charles Ramsey. <laughs> uh, give away. <laughs> dig give away. Oh, we're talking about it's some old girls in that house. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny when when people don't put the right word. Instead of there, they say it. Yeah. So it's yeah. gonna be <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be, be raining outside well that's theirs yeah but I mean they they got it hard man it's just like the whole conversation I, I didn't hear nothing they were saying except for when they said had <laughs> he had went to the store and anyway yeah I had got some hair from the hair store <laughs> anyway man we've been rambling for a good 32 minutes <laughs> Yeah, you ready to get some of these uh, so these voicemails, my man? Do it. They're short. We can do this. Uh, hobbies. <laughs> okay. so, so what you want to do? Like I said, I got ten of them. Um, five of them. But hold on. I, do I have ten? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have eleven. Hoppy just sent one most recently. So does Hoppy have five or six? Hoppy has six. Let's start with Hoppy. We'll take a break. Even if it's like the same, you know what I mean? Even if it's, it cuts him off. Yeah. Let's do one Hoppy. Alternate. Alternate it. And then that way it'll be a big, long Hoppy story. I love Hoppy Rogers. He (laughs) makes me laugh. Yeah, he's the man. All right, here we go. First voicemail from Hoppy Rogers. This is dated back to January 28th. I received this at 931 p.m. It is about three minutes long. Let's see what we got. Happy, happy Rogers. Happy, happy Rogers. All right, this is a little snafu. I'm trying to play this. Oh, here we go. There it is. 
What up, B-Rab, Jumbe, Nick, Porch, Posse, B, uh, fuck, friggin' I'm stoked. Okay, so, uh, Colin, tell the uh, story about the, uh, Kentucky, uh, it's either called the, some people call it the Pope Lick Monster on TV shows and stuff. You know, that probably sounds better than the Goat Man. Uh, but we, everybody in Kentucky just calls him, you know, the Goat Man or the Pope Lick Goat Man or, but he's, he supposedly lives at the Pope Lick train trestle. And if you Google this train trestle, I'd highly suggest it. Uh, it's like 200 feet, 250 feet. Fuck, it might be 300 feet. I'm, I'm a bad gauge of distance in, in height, but I know my 50 feet and my 100 feet, and this motherfucker is up there. I'm talking up there. And, uh, so the legend, it's just a, like a, a, a rite of passage for teenagers. Like the legend is, you know, if you go out there at midnight on a full moon and you walk across the trestle, there's only one way to get up there, uh, from the, the, the road at the bottom. Uh, over if you, if you drive up to it from, from the city, from Louisville, it's on the right side. Because this is out in the country. You gotta go a county south and then a county east to get there from Louisville, uh, to Taylorsville, kinda sorta. But, uh, anywho, you can up, get up around one side and then walk across or whatever. And so people do it. People die all the goddamn time falling off this fucking thing. Not so much anymore because kids are lame. But back in the 80s and 90s, it was... Kids uh, are lame. There was always people dying. But kids are just on their goddamn tablet now. But, uh... So we, you know, of course we did it. We're idiots. So we go out there, 16, 17 years old, whole big group. And we're going to walk across this thing. Well, when you get up there, you realize, you know, just like on a, a regular train track the boards you know they don't touch but there's rocks in between them but there ain't no fucking rocks 250 feet in the air so uh you know you could fall through very easily and die uh or off the side you know it's it's a fucking the train don't need no rails so there ain't no rails up there on the side to hold on to there's you know rails for the fucking train to run on but no handrails or you know you see what i'm fucking saying so anyways uh so we get across it and all that and, and uh coming back uh we did great. And, uh, you know, I could have embellished and told this like this happened uh, to my group, but I'm going to keep it real. Another group that was uh, a year older than us went, and I guess they were seniors and we was juniors. And uh, I won't tell this girl's name or nothing, but this girl almost fell. She fell between them flat. And uh, hell, she she grabbed herself, and she couldn't talk. Like, she was so in shock, adrenaline and all that. Like, she was holding on with a death grip. And, uh, she didn't die. Took like, you know, an hour for the goddamn fire department to get there. This bitch is just holding on. Won't talk to nobody. Won't let go. Like, they can't, they can't pry her hands free and pull her up. Like, they all got her. But, but. Alright, that's where it cut off. And. <laughs> okay, so, so far, it's, he started with Kentucky Goat Man. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about a bridge that's associated in some way to the Kentucky Goat Man. Yeah. I guess and, this is his domain. Ain't no, ain't no fucking rails for people to be messing around. Or apparently, kids fall off and die a lot. <laughs> and they decided to go walk across that motherfucker. It's it's some kids on the train tracks, and apparently, you can even fall through if you miss like a scaffolding and a roof, yeah, or anything else. If you miss a, a railroad tie, you could indeed fall to your death. All right. So there's a lady who is death gripped onto one of said railroad ties and they're trying to get her up and she's like nah that's where we're at people yeah and also um if you're listening at this point i encourage you to go back to the beginning of hoppy's story and play it at half speed 
All right, here's the other half. But yeah, this this bitch just got a death grip on this this railroad tie. I like and, how he uh, picks up weight. Fire department off. gets there. Right. They pry this. They pry. I don't know what the hell they. I wasn't there, but they they pried her loose. She lived. Uh, but the legend, the legend is there's a goat man there with an axe. You know, attacks people and all this shit. If you go across at a full moon and midnight, you'll run into the goat man. And the you know, I got a, a short with my identical twins explaining this that I posted like a year ago, or whatever. But uh, it's in there. But the legend is just an old wives' tale. There used to be a dude that lived on the property on the other side that you can't climb up that side because it's all a rock cliff. You got to go up the other side. So when you walked across the bridge, you was on his property. And if you got off the railroad track, and uh, he was just this old man, didn't want kids playing on the trestle, and he had a pet goat. So he'd go out there at night with his pet goat and, you know, fuck around and uh, chase the goddamn kids off the train trestle. So, you know, the goat man, the goat man. And then just over, you know, 50 years, it turned into a fucking mutant goat man with a battle axe and all this shit. But uh, <clears throat> finally, I tell my dad the story when I'm like 25 or 26, and I'm thinking he's going to call me an idiot. And he's like, no, I did it too. I'm like, what? So uh, he said, you know, cameras were pretty new back then. And he was a photographer. Somehow worked his ass off and got a camera. that used to be expensive, you know, back when he was a kid and a uh, uh, teenager. And, who. and so he said they got up there and uh, got in between the goddamn wooden planks, the railroad ties, down under the tracks onto the steel. And, and their plan was when the train come up, they was going to pop up in between the railroad tries and take a picture on the trestle because that's pinpoints right there, dude. My dad's got balls. I mean, that's pinpoints to take a picture or a train about to take your head off and then duck back down, right? So so they said they sat there like two hours just chilling, and uh, here comes the train, and they're all hyped. And uh, it's, he said as soon as the fucking train got on the trestle, I'm talking as soon as... As soon as it got on there, the engine, it just started shaking and shaking and, and vibrating and boom, 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 And he said, dude, they didn't anticipate that shit. And they almost fell. And he said he dropped his expensive-ass camera, didn't give no fucks. They held on for dear life. It's like this 80 cart. And he got cut off. Ah, shit. Okay, let's do a different one. So we have to come back to his story. Yeah, because he, he continues on. He, that one we're making like an epic of Hoppy Rogers. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go to a different person. Uh, yeah. You did you get did you catch everything in that story at that time? Do you want to do a wrap up on that one? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. He he had a homeboy that wanted to go back. I guess he was in the film and everything. He's a hardworking man, as uh you heard in the story. Fucking goat man. Yeah, okay. and he's just like he wanted to investigate the goat man. Uh, you know, lore and you know stories with his expensive ass camera. So they went in there and they got it all up in between the train trust and everything on um the bottom railing because you know is if it's a bridge going over a body of water or like a ravine or some shit like that, they have like a little under portion of the railroad track that you can um stand on. Usually where the construction goes from um one end of a chasm to another end of a chasm or one end of whatever one bank to another bank so they were standing on that shit and they was gonna get some video footage of a train coming by and the motherfucker got scared because it was a lot of stuff he wasn't anticipating he didn't factor in that a train is heavy as shit and it can shake a bridge yeah (laughs) and he lost his motherfucking camera trying to hold on for dear life because i would have been pissed if i dropped my iphone 8 in the motherfucking water trying to do some fly shit (laughs) 
I wouldn't fuck with that. I don't like heights. So there's no chance of me being there. I can't put myself in them shoes. But I, I feel like it would be pretty pretty intense <laughs> to be there and then to drop your shit probably put you in a special state of mind. I like your recaps better because I was like in and out because I'm trying to do other things on the other side over here. So I was listening, but I wasn't fully listening. Your your nope. your recap was more consistent than mine. <laughs> Well, fuck you. I had to get up and say bye to my wife. So I missed like the last minute. <laughs> you dropped the ball, motherfucker. I'm sorry. I was still listening, though. <laughs> but just not like intently. <laughs> I just did that one. Like, no, you tell them about what happened. Like, uh, uh, we'll see what had happened was. <laughs> okay. So what's next? What you got? All right. We going to. Um, I got the end of that story, but we're going to skip around to somebody else and we're going to come back and give you the epic conclusion just to that one story from Hoppy Rogers. (laughs) I got a fear from the fifth cast, FYFC cast. Fuck your face. Clown. Yeah. Yeah, With the fuck your face radio network. Let's see what he got. He usually sends in a question whenever he does a voicemail. So maybe I'm glad I got a guest with me that can probably answer the question. You know, I haven't listened to any of these voicemails prior to now, so it's all a surprise to me. Let's do it. Hey, is this Rob? Oh, no. Hey, Rob, I just want to say that I really love your show. It's been really good. Uh, I, I just want to say it's, it's good, man. I was just hanging out. And <laughs> I'm getting blown by a hooker right now. It's very sweet, and she's, she don't got no teeth, but that's okay. She just Doing the good jobs and stuff, but keep it up. Keep up all that good work, Ross. Thank you so much. Good night. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I do the old guy once in a while, too, to my wife. What do you, you know, dumber? How you, so you'd be walking past your wife in the kitchen, and you know they'd be having the, uh, the Under Armour leggings or the the yoga pants whatever mm-hmm. and it's irresistible oh yeah well let me tell you something about that real quick before you finish your story yeah there was a point in time it's audio documentation of me fucking putting down the the, the pants the leggings the yoga pants there's documented evidence of me on this show telling motherfuckers that like that ain't no motherfucking pants you stupid for wearing them it, there's there's documented audio evidence. I don't remember what episodes it was, but it was some in the past. And now... Have you seen the light, Rob? I have seen the light. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to tell you how I saw the light. I saw the light. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we were um, in Missouri at the time. State of misery. Yeah, state of misery. Cold as balls. I'm pretty sure you can speak to that because you in that area somewhere and um snow and all kind of crazy shit so my wife was getting dressed one morning to go to work and she had thermals on um, some black thermals uh-huh and they pretty much um look like the leggings yeah and that's what i was talking about my wife has those because it's been cold here so she's got the cold gear mm-hmm. the thicker under armor pants but they look like yoga pants or leggings yeah and i seen them on her and i was just like that's not too bad (laughs) (laughs) so from then on i would go to walmart because you know that's where i go and in walmart in the lady section 
they have all kind of manner of uh leggings and everything and they got different styles different colors and everything and them shit saying nothing but three dollars so i was just like i got a pair and i gave them to her she tried them on i was like those are all right they fit okay she's like yeah they feel nice i can wear these around the house and from then on every time i go to walmart i'm looking at the leggings and i'm buying her leggings and shit so that's how i seen the light (laughs) that's what's up so that's that's where i'm at with it and what's fucked up is um i had a a train of thought i'm pretty sure i lost it because i started talking about booty Mm -hmm. Um, because i was going to make a point about like walking past my wife and grabbing her butt yes I don't remember what the point was to that. I was telling a story. You remember what we were talking about before? <laughs> I lost it. Yeah, you're just like, she'd be in the kitchen, and you just walk by and grab a booty, and then I said what I said, and that's pretty right. much, <laughs> you was what lost I, in the yoga booty. <laughs> damn it. Yeah. I, there was a point where I was kind of like, you know, you are kind of being hoary if you wear those. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that was my point, too. And then the whole fact of the matter is like everybody shouldn't wear leggings. <laughs> you know what? I understand life is about balance. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to take the 300 pound leg because I ain't mad at you, girl. Fuck it. Yoga pants will, will make it look as good as possible. It'll take out as many of the wrinkles and the dents as as it can it'll shape it out and you know whatever you got it will, it will do the best for you but sometimes the best just ain't good enough mm-hmm. you know because i mean it doesn't matter if you <laughs> you, you got them leggings on it, the bottom look kind of smoothish but you're bubbling out the top of them motherfuckers <laughs> you're looking like a, um, a melting ice cream cone and shit <laughs> people be having that yoko zuna booty yeah with, look like you've been hit in the butt with like a bag of nickels a bunch now um jody is is um where your area is in arkansas or whatever is uh-huh. it is it considered um a big city or is it close to a big city i am right near the capital city sir yes all right so have you been to the capital city yes many times i i technically work in the capital city now um have you seen uh like in real life, because I mean, I know you've probably seen it on TV and videos and all kinds of shit, but have you ever seen a surgically enhanced booty in those type of pants? I I cannot confirm, you know, because I, I didn't walk up and say, hey, did you get a, a butt lift implant or such and such? Well, no, no. What, what I say about that is because there are some that are obvious. Some walking around with like a pillow in their pants. Yes, exactly. Have you ever seen that in person? No, I don't think so. Now, being here in Houston, Texas, third largest city in the United States, um, damn near two million people live here. I have in my year or two living in this motherfucker have seen surgically enhanced buttocks uh, resting in some of these yoga pants. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing ever because you see these skinny bean pole legs and then you see a sideways pillar up top. <laughs> weird. I know it's just weird. It's just like, you know, Do you think it's a Kim Kardashian thing like everybody else getting their their eyebrows and talking off and, and like that. You think it's all like a, a Kardashian effect and people trying to stuff their booty? Well, I, I know there's a, a preponderance of strip clubs here 
in the mm-hmm. Houston area. Some of them are well known and famous. So I don't know. It could be that effect because some of the individuals I've seen um, were uh, look like they frequent those establishments. <laughs> but I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. it's just weird, man, because it, 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 it looks off. It looks awkward. You know, something isn't right with it. <laughs> I haven't, I don't think I've seen it, man. And I look at a lot of booty. I look, you know, yoga pants are one of those things like, and I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just being honest. I'm a freak and I, and I know it and I'm not like a creep, but I'm a freak. You know what I'm saying? So I need you ladies to understand something because there's people like me out there in the world. If you wear yoga pants, mm-hmm. okay, and I see you in public, I'm going to look. I'm looking you in the crotch and ass region first and last. And that's the what as I see it. I look right at it. It's almost like I looked at before I look in people's faces. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have an addiction. I love pussy. I love it. <laughs> and it's it's weird the situation you put me in as a man in, in public, mm-hmm. you know, to to it, ignore my urge to I'm not saying I want to grab pussy I don't want to touch it mm-hmm. you know I just when I see that I have a very vivid imagination and please believe I'm looking you dead in your crotch <laughs> and if you you know make the other mistakes of getting something that rides up a little too high like you're just going to give me more fucking fuel from my imagination yeah. and I'm just gonna, I'm looking at you and I'm, I'm seeing you naked and we're probably fooling around <laughs> in my brain. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't go that far, but I, I'm on the same wavelength with you. you know I mean, because full. You know I mean, we we here. I mean, we both married men, and I love my I, wife. That's what it is. I I let my flag fly. My wife knows that. I've told yeah. her that. You know, and it, it's it, it's a blessing and a curse because it works on the the fucking nice booty in the yoga pants mm-hmm. at fucking Walmart, but it also works with the 300 pound chick and the 90 year old lady. Like <laughs> if you're wearing yoga pants, I'm looking, that's what's up. Yeah. And it just looks like what I'm saying, man, it's just like, it's contained to inside your head. I mean, there's nothing that we acting on or anything, whatever. Cause like me and I love my wife and right. I mean, there's nobody above her or anything like that. So, I mean, I picked you. Yeah. You know, but just it's, on a diet don't mean I can't look at the menu. You know? Yeah. If I'm vegan, I mean, I might stare at a steak every now and then. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But like um, it's gotten to the point because, I mean, even prior to my wife, I mean, I, I would do the same thing that you're talking about. But I mean, I would act on it because I was a single man. But yeah. I mean, now it's to a point to where, you know, you think you can tell what kind of underwear or if any that they're wearing if they mm-hmm. when you see it. Oh, that's a plus. Like, if you've been checking somebody out and then, like, just one day you happen to glance and you notice that they either ain't wearing any or you just see just, like, a thong or something and you're just like, oh. Well, it's gotten to the point to where I can recognize, you know, just by how the the walk, you know. Yeah, yeah the way. It, you know, I think I could point out boy shorts and bikinis, but, like, I couldn't pick out a thong. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Yeah. Well, thongs and um, G-strings they're similar to like not having anything at all. Cause like if you have, you know, granny panties or boy shorts or, you know, a full form underwear on, you know, you don't get a lot of movement in the buttocks area. But right. if you have less material, lines right across like the middle of your butt cheeks, or yeah. you get them a little bit higher and you get like that 
kind of thong print. You know, you get like an outline, the cheeky ones where yeah. they go up a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when a person doesn't have any underwear or they have a G-string or a thong on, the cheeks yeah. move freely. They just kind of like wobble all over the place. But if they got the granny panties or the fuller, it's just like more solid, more firm. It doesn't move as much. Makes sense. Story yeah. checks out. Yeah, so now I, I added something to your, um, your imagination arsenal whenever you're looking at the yoga pants. So, like, if the cheeks jiggle a lot, they either got string draws on or they ain't got no draws on. I ain't got no panties on. If it's more like of a, you know, when she put a foot down, one cheek go up, she put the other foot down, one cheek go down, the other cheek go up, she probably got some some support there. She got some, some granny panties-esque draws on. So, there you go. Little tip for your toolbox. I love booty. Me too, man. <laughs> I'm putting this out in the, the atmosphere. I'm gonna try to get this guy on my show. He's a a plastic surgeon here in Houston, Texas. If uh-huh. you want to go to his uh, Instagram, I know you you don't have an Instagram, Jody, but you can still yep. look without an account. His name is uh on Instagram is Patrick. I don't know how to say it, but is a uh, H S U. How would you say that? How? H-S-U. So it's Hugh? Sue? Hugh? I don't know. But I think the H might be Sue. Patrick Sue? Patrick Sue. I don't know. But you can look him up on Instagram. It's Patrick H-S-U-M-D. I mean, it's all one word. And um, he has his work on his Instagram. I mean, like you can see his boob jobs that he done for people, liposuction, um, butt implants. And um, I think it's interesting. And I just want to sit down and talk with this dude and figure why, why plastic surgery yeah. or, you know, why, why this line of work? I mean, does it spoil his life outside of work? Because, I mean, he's dealing with titties and ass and everything all day. So, ass. you know, it's kind of like a porno star or whatever. You know, they do porn for a living. How does that affect their uh, social life when they're not in front of the camera or whatever? It's kind of one of point. Like, do you just leave leave work at work? Yeah. Seeing booties all day, it would kind of, yeah. You know, I don't know because there's a difference because, like, being a gynecologist, right? Yeah, you know. If you're looking at pussy, that's one thing. But you're also dealing with like babies and like STDs Ugh, and fun yeah. shit mm-hmm. and checking them out and getting up in that shit, like having to do pap smears and all that shit. Smears. <laughs> I think at a certain point you might desensitize to that. But if you're dealing with booty, though. It's probably more like shaping and lifting, yeah. you know, and moving some stuff around. So maybe it wouldn't be as intense. You know what I mean? Well, like to me, man, like doing a job like the guy that I'm talking about, like he um, dealing with titties because titties are pretty. And, you know, those doctors, they adjust and they level and they, you know, so yeah. maybe they're like artists legit. That's what that's what I'm saying, man. It's just like you have to have a passion for something like that because like you want to take something and you know create a masterpiece with it or whatever a certain if you did plastic surgeon you know you adjusted people and you specialized in ass and titties Mm -hmm. 20 30 years of that like you would eventually have to be a little bit of a creep where like people would meet you and you'd be like yes yeah, I can sculpt you here. I <laughs> can move you there. 
This girl, she was from Springfield, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you turn into like Pepe Le Pew-ish. Just French. He's <laughs> just like, yes. She had nothing here. She was completely flat and I made this. <laughs> just a big picture of a juicy ass. He's just like, yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm serious, man. Just go to... Just look on his Instagram page. That's Patrick H S U M D. I mean, all one word, and you can see his work. And I, I'm I'm gonna reach out to him and see if I can get him on the show because this is something we need to talk about. Oh man, and we got one of those for the end of the show, so we got to get through some uh, some voicemails because we got a very particular thing we need to talk about from yesterday, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. All right, <laughs> let's uh, wrap up. First story from Hoppy. Let's get this epic conclusion. Here we go. Oh, did it play? No. So they holding off for dear life. It is like 80 train car goes over the hedge. <laughs> they holding on with both legs and both arms on this little fucking skinny ass steel shit. <laughs> Man, I bet that fucking, I don't know, how long does it take a train to go by? Five minutes? <laughs> you imagine how long that is? You think about a minute on a fucking microwave standing staring at it. Jesus Christ, I bet that five minutes went by like an hour. Then <laughs> train goes by and they, you know, climbed their asses back up there and run down, didn't say a goddamn word to each other. Pale white as a ghost, drove home, didn't even say shit. <laughs> As my dad. Hey, man, apple don't fall far from the tree, baby. Love y'all. And that was the epic conclusion. <laughs> uh, he's the voicemail king. I know. I mean, you, you, that was your former title, man, and uh, you relinquished it to, a, I think, a worthy, worthy uh, suitor. <laughs> the devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat. He laid that golden fiddle on the ground and shot his feet. <laughs> yeah, it, he's, his stories are better than mine. I concur. <laughs> All right, let's see. I have a voicemail from a number that I don't recognize or have tagged. So oh, let's, okay. Let's see what that is. 37 seconds. Hey, what is hey, Rob? It's Chuck from the Whatever Mayor Podcast. Oh, Chuck. Just finish your latest episode. Great episode. Oh, oh. Nothing, nothing crazy. crazy. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> How we How nothing left. Uh, man, man, I just wanted to say we appreciate you doing what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, I'm out this motherfucker. Oh, and when you come out to Texas, or when you come out to, uh, to Austin, you like wings. Best wings in the world. Then there's on 71st and, uh, Congress. All right. Peace. Yeah, that was a uh, Chuck from the Whatever Man podcast. Uh, most recently, um, the Black Panther review show that we all did together was um, me, Chuck, and uh, Jared from the hashtag Blackout Podcast. We all three of us came together and we did um, a Black Panther review. Black Panda, <laughs> Panda, 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 Panda. I got bras and Wakanda. Super. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Marvin had to tell me about the panda song. I had no clue. We talked about it. He said, you heard a panda? And I was like, what? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You never heard the panda song? No, I don't listen. I can't. Rob. I understand. I miss I miss it. 
I, I miss I miss my raps. And I get a little bit every once in a while, but most of my fucking fucking Rick Ross apparently put his ass in a hospital last night. Yeah, he was found unresponsive wherever they found him. <laughs> These motherfuckers, all my heroes, they're, they're kind of drifting off. They're having kids and shit now. T.I.'s got like 15 kids. Yeah. 50, 11 kids. And his wife, and he keeps fucking people, and she's probably fucking people, and they're just slinging money, and people are all in their business. Like, where the fuck? What's little John been up to? Where is John? Little where John. is little John? Where have you been, man? I ain't heard from little John in so long. I, I need know. to get drunk again. And the Yin Yang Twins. I need Get Low Part Two, Part Three. Because I think there's a Part Two already. Well, little John been uh, DJing overseas. He so, need to bring his ass back over here, yeah. and and let's get crunk again. I'm fucking sad. I'm tired of this this shit that I'm hearing. I can't. I can't. Listen to that masterpiece. That's, that's, that's a masterpiece right there, man. That's Mozart X. <laughs> um, he's almost too mumbly for me, but uh, I can appreciate it. And that bass line was fucking dope. Yeah, it was. Well, I like that. The, you know, I'm a Dirty South boy, so I like I like heavy 808. I like fucking doom, 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 you know, I want that shit to hit hard, yeah. like hammers, and uh, it's not the same thing anymore. You know, not a lot. Like full, full inside, display. inside peanut butter, outside jelly. <laughs> it's fucking dude. Like full disclosure, when that song first came out, I didn't know that wasn't future. <laughs> really? Yeah, I thought that was future. <laughs> See, I, I don't even know who that is, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> I know a few. I know 21 Savage. I listened to Domingo. 21, 21 Savage. Just get hate on it. That's the most monotone motherfucker of the mumble rappers. <laughs> he mumbles. Hey, I can hear him a little better. I mean, he has a, he has a little more clarity than anybody else. But he he has no range. He, he He's like 21 Savage. Him and the cabbage. Him and the cabbage. You know, it's like it's the same across the board. If we was to record with Twenty One Savage right now, and I'm looking at the audio waves on my motherfucking Audacity, it would just be like straight all the way across. It would be no up or down. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Bless his heart. He got shot a couple times. I guess he's a bad motherfucker. Well, That's, it's it's a knife. Yeah. It's an album. <laughs> Yeah, well, and now you're getting back shots with Amber Rose. It's a podcast. It's a, it's a, it's a podcast. <laughs> that should be a Mike Tyson shirt. I say it's a, a lot. <laughs> I do. Oh, man. But it's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drink. All right. He, he kind of ran with that because that came from an interview because people asked Asked him on if asked, 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 asked him if there was um, a cross on his head, and he was just like deadpan into the camera with a cup of lean or whatever. He's like, 
is a knife. <laughs> is a knife. I love that. It makes me laugh every time. I mean, he built a brand off of that, too. You know what I enjoy the most, I think, about rap is I don't really have a reason to listen to it, the mainstream shit right now, because mm-hmm. it's just not my flavor anymore. And there's some shit that comes out that I might enjoy that I'll find and go, oh, I like that shit. But for the most part, I can't get down to mumble rap. I, mean, I just can't. But every once in a while, I'll be fucking around on Twitter and somebody on somebody's feed, stream, whatever, will throw some shit up there and I'll go... Let me see what you sound like. And I'll click it and it'll be some dude just in his car, you know, sitting there and he'll just it'll be throwing fire. Yeah. Fire flame spitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Nailing it. And you go, God damn. How many followers has he got? Thirty seven. Yeah, oh. man. And that's a fucking travesty, man. <laughs> you throw him a follow and you go. That shit is hard. I like that. <laughs> Shoot him a little something. It's fun, man. I enjoy that shit. Now you get a lot of you get a lot of frogs, mm-hmm. a lot of frogs, man. But every once in a while, I've had a couple lately. That's why it's fresh on my mind. Like I don't even remember who they were. I just remember the videos, and I was like, "Damn, okay." You keep working. I'll see you in about five years. Yeah. <laughs> And it's a, it's a shame, man. It's just like there's so much talent out there. I mean, even if you listen to the hashtag Blackout Podcast, um, they do a mic check segment to where they just grab random uh, people off of SoundCloud and everywhere else and play their music. And some of that shit sounds great. But this new and all this other bullshit is what's in right now. Yeah. Ready to jump back into the voicemails? Let's do it. All right, I got another two-parter from Hoppy, so I guess we'll start on that. All right. Here we go. All right, if if you play. Hi, everyone. First-time caller. Um, love you, B-Rob. Been listening a while. My name's Hoppy. Uh, first-time caller. Just checking in with everyone. Hey, I'm from Kentucky. Um, little known fact of the day. The toothbrush was invented in eastern Kentucky. If it had been invented anywhere else, it would have been the teeth brush. Now, seriously, uh, I want to tell some paranormal stories. Uh, First one involves my aunt. Uh, I thought this was complete bullshit the whole time during the story till the end. But because my aunt can be, I don't know, makes up stuff, uh, needs attention. I ain't going to badmouth nobody, but... She always had nightmares, but I, I, I thought it was bullshit. I'm like, you can't have nightmares like that every goddamn night. But uh, we was at the mall one time going down the escalator at the J.C. Penney. And uh, we're just talking and bullshitting or whatever, and she's like two steps behind me, and, you know, I'm kind of hopping down a step, and I turn around to look, see if she's going to walk down the escalator or just, you know, post up and ride the whole thing down. And, uh, like, I'm just in shock. Like, I'm talking like... Like, whoa! And, uh, she, she like, you know, whoa. like, you know, you see somebody, like, get that look, and you're like, whoa, what? She's like, whoa, what? And so I'm like, there's a, there's a guy there, and like, boom, just gone. And so I described, like, he was in old-timey clothing with, like, Civil War suit, uh, with, like, the bowler hat and, like, the little curly mustache and the monocle. Snidely whiplash. And she got bone white and said that she just, that I just described the dude in her nightmares that, that tries to kill her every night. Jack the and Ripper. I didn't believe it. I'm like, she's full of shit. Like, oh, the full of shit. 
And, uh, <laughs> but when we got home, she asked my uncle to describe, and I'll be goddamn, same thing. But, uh, <laughs> one time we was at this party, uh, a friend of mine had a rich mom, she was out of town, huge rich mansion house, and we had everybody high school. Mansion right? house. And we had, we had a bunch of immigrants at my high school, there was a whole bunch from Laos, a whole bunch from Bosnia after the bombing. Uh, in Kentucky? There were some from South American places. Anyway, I don't remember this, this cat's name. I always called him Sir John. Like Sir John knight, Lee. But it was like Surgeon or Surgeon or Surgeon, something like that. Sergey. I can never, that's why I called him Surgeon. I could never remember. And, uh, but anyway, we was all over here at this party and I thought this dude was drunk and high and he's, he was over like in a side room just giggling. And, uh, this girl gets this crazy look on her face and he's in there giggling and it's, it's weird. Like I'm thinking he's being weird on purpose or something, you know. He's jacking and, off uh, on a couch. So this girl walks over in there and there's my friends, uh, Sean and Angie. And Angie walks in there with this, I mean, I'm talking serious look on her face. Like, I mean, it's like a goofy giggle. And, uh, the guy says, and that's where it cuts off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. Part uh, one. The toothbrush was invented in, in Kentucky. I've heard that joke about Arkansas, believe it or not. <laughs> it you know, it's good. not, it's, He's from Kentucky. I'm from Arkansas. You're from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. We're all from three, and you know, there's Mississippi, like Florida. It's funny because there's a lot of shitty places in the South, man. <laughs> and yeah, it's weird to me because just like okay, in England they say there's so many dialects with how people speak mm-hmm. that you can tell. It's just like that with the South. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I consider there's northern, like, far northern folks, like, uh, Minnesotaans who talk like this. Yeah. You know, they got that, that yeah. shit in Chicago. Yeah. Then also there's, like, East Coast folks. Give me, talk, give me, like, give me your Boston accent. What you got? Fucking get down to the harbor and pick up a, a couple <laughs> fucking. You got to get to the car. <laughs> yeah. Fucking shit. Come on, man. Fuck. And then uh, um, Wisconsin, it almost sounds like um, they from Canada or some shit. I mean, like, the don't you know? <laughs> so there's a couple of those, but I'm being 100%. If you live in the South, every state you can kind of tell. And it's a lot of the ways by the way they talk, the way they speak. You know, it's funny to me that we have that that different, that much of a difference between just about, what, 12 states? Something like that, fifteen. The bottom southeast of the country. People from, you know, Arkansas talk like me. People from Louisiana can be a couple different ways. You know, yeah. there's like the swamp people who they all did get down and talk like this. Yeah, and that's more of a like a, a French Creole thing. <laughs> yeah. Just like, cause I know, I know actual people that like talk like that like or how the people talk in the water boy movies or whatever <laughs> so you've got that you've got texas which is how do y'all and it's it is that it's big and it's bright and it can be that but it can also be slow and say say partner mm-hmm. you know what was happening happen with it <laughs> non time by <laughs> non time by you get into like mississippi 
you know, and this is an, uh, somebody else's joke is that they don't even press their fucking lips together when they talk. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how y'all doing? <laughs> We're not burning. You know, it's. Hey, you know the people from uh, South Carolina, the ones that talk with that, they almost sound like they're gay. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. There's that Todd Crisley dude. My wife watches a show with yeah. him, and he's just always kind of got this attitude, and he talks like he's fucking crazy. Yeah, just got a twang to it. There's a senator, too. I think that Lindsey Graham dude, maybe he's from a Carolinas. And he kind of just, he sounds like a preacher. One of those, like, Baptist backwoods don't, you know, never speak nothing ill about anybody kind of people. Love that shit. That's crazy. People are awesome. Like, I don't, I I think I lost my accent. I mean, it's still there, but it's just like, um, because I've been away from home for so long. But as soon as I go back home, I just fall right back into it. (laughs) Accents are funny. You don't really... You know, we do podcasts so we can get some feedback. I know what I sound like now, and it's it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> All right. So let's see. We got two from Jared from the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Let's see. All right. I don't know if it's a continuation or two different ones, but we're going to see. Hit that shit. B-Rob. What's up? This is Jared, one half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast. We wish you and your listeners a happy February Black History Month. Fist up. Wait, what? Fist up. Anyway. What? Y'all going to see Black Panther? Hope so. I already saw so, it. Black anyway, Panda. congratulations Black Panda. on your new house to you, Miss B-Rob, and all the 14 little baby B-Robs you got running 14 babies. Here. Fuck you. Anyway, this is what I want to talk about, really. For real, really. really. <laughs> okay, so other day before Super Bowl, I was at Walmart, right? Your favorite stomping grounds. I didn't see you there because I'm in Utah, sadly. But uh, I thought about uh, you while I was there. So one left. Anyway, so get to the <laughs> checkout line. You know, my young, like 17, 18 year old girl. You know, sitting there is our my checker, or whatever. Just you know, we're just chatting, talking about football, talking about the Super Bowl, talking about the teams that we like. You know, to win, blah blah. blah. Just really talking to me, whatever. So. Uh, talking about all kinds of random stuff. I noticed this guy, young guy, maybe around the same age, you know, sort of standing at the end of my checkout line. And I was just like, okay, but he doesn't work there, right? Just some random dude just sort of like hovering around. Creepy. And Creepy. Sort of looking yeah. at our conversation, but sort of not. Well, you know me, I'm talking. So I talk. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So we just talking. Excuse stuff me. like that. And she didn't play a guy in mind either. You know, she probably noticed him, but that was it. And then uh, I guess the cashier behind me noticed my coat and asked me, you know, uh, asked me something about my coat. So I turned around and chatted with him um, for a second as the lady was finishing up my transaction. And I looked back at my cashier, at my cash checker, my cashier, what we can call it, cashier. And um, shout out to all the cashiers out there, by the way. And yeah. I guess the little dude who was hanging out at the end of the of the um, Cashier line wanted to give her his number. So he was waiting that whole time. And so as I was turning around, I heard him saying something. I saw her grab. She said, oh, thank you. And and she grabbed it. And as the guy walked away, she sort of like put it down into the trash can. (laughs) But I realized as I was walking away 
you know, that I was semi cock blocking my man. You know what I'm saying? I was sitting there talking. It wasn't even trying to notice the man, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. even trying to look at the guy. Whole time he's sitting there, shies all get out, trying to drop his digits on this girl. You know what I'm saying? But all that to say, she probably should just take them digits and just drop them in the trash can like it was nothing. Damn. So my question to you is, have you ever cock-blocked someone or been cock-blocked? Oh, okay. So all that culminated in a question. <laughs> cock-blocking. Oh, man. I've had a couple. <laughs> you tell, my friend. Um... Damn. Well, you know what? Here's one that just, this is a story. Um, I'm going to make it real short. But uh, there was a chick that I cock blocked myself, literally, right? <laughs> I, I just told this story, I think, either something on through Twitter, whatever. So there's this chick I'm interested in. We're talking. Haven't really got anywhere, but we're getting close. Like sitting in the car late at night, talk. You know what I'm saying? Like we're on the cusp. And uh, me and my homeboy, we go with her to play paintball. Okay. Now, Rob, have you ever played paintball? Uh, yes. Like full blown paintball or just fucking around paintball? Like what? I've been, which I've been to a times. It was both. I've been to an actual paintball facility, but we were just fucking around. I mean, we, there was no tactics and then we were just shooting paintballs. You've been nailed a couple times with them? Never, because I'm that good. Okay. It hurts. It doesn't, it's not the worst pain in the world, but it fucking hurts. But if you're like anybody, usually when the shit's hitting the fan and the paint's flying, mm-hmm. your adrenaline spikes a little bit and yeah. you can take some shots and you'll be like, fuck yeah. Because that's first time, you know, I played was at this particular incident. And then later I played again, just walking around in the woods and you would have those Scarface moments where you oh, would yeah. just be like, I don't give a fuck. And you would run out and just start clunk, 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 and motherfuckers just, pat, 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 pat. <laughs> just smacking you in your arms and your neck. <laughs> yeah. I seen some uh, simunition. It's pretty much um, we would take our rifles and we would replace the barrel with a, um, a paintball barrel. Uh-huh. And um, we have a magazine full of uh, bullets, but they were just uh, paint rounds. Yeah, I don't know about all that, homie. Yeah, that was just like military shit. And that it, some, that it, sounds like some Brandon Lee shit. I'm good. And, I don't need anything. <laughs> and this is just like I, w- I had pictures back in the day of people that would get shot in the mouth <laughs> and in the neck. <laughs> Look like they got uh, attacked by Dracula and shit. <laughs> Bro, somebody busted me in my fucking finger one time, like right where the nail meets the back, like your cuticle, I guess, area, popped me right in the fucking finger from respectably 10 feet away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was running by and he got me (laughs) and uh, that shit hurt. I felt like, you know, you take a hammer and just whop yourself right in the goddamn fingernail. That sucked. Yeah. I, I, I shot a, um, I shot a guy within five feet. Like, empty the clip on his ass. <laughs> oh, you're such a dick. <laughs> it, like, it was just like you were saying, man. It was military training. They was dressed as an insurgent. There was a role player. The, I got you. The adrenaline was spiking and everything. And as soon as I seen him in his little, the robe and the head wrap, I was just like, ah! <laughs> and he was he, like, fuck, fuck, man. You got me. Shit. <laughs> he was on my team. <laughs> I shot him anyway. 
Okay, so first date with this chick, finally. Me, her, my homeboy. We go play paintball, right? Mm-hmm. Never done it before. I'm excited. The shit hits the fan. We're out there. First round. It's good. I don't get hit. I'm shooting a lot of paint. I shot this one little kid right in the goggles. Felt good about myself. Mm-hmm. We uh, go for round two, right? Now, I was didn't have a lot of money, so I had a limited budget, which means a limited amount of paintballs, which is your ammunition, right? Mm-hmm. I run out of bullets, and they explained, when you run out, you know, put your little plug in your shit, wave it, and then we'll blow a whistle, and you can just walk out. Cool. I run out of paint, plug my shit, they blow me out, and uh, I didn't, I hadn't been watching, like, where to go. You know what I mean? Paintball field is like a football field with some, like tires and, and shit. But if you don't know where the exit is, it's kind of a bad time to be looking around going, where the fuck do I go? You know? Yeah. So I get up and I just run towards the ref. I'm going to ask him, where's the fucking, where's the door? You know? The one rule they said was don't shoot the ref. Mm-hmm. You get kicked out. So I, I thought I was safe if I was close to the ref. <laughs> I said, hey, man, you know, where do we go? He goes, it's over there. And he just kind of pointed. And I was like, all right. So, Rob, I took one step, like right foot step, Michael Jackson, hard right step. And from across the fucking field, somebody lobbed a paintball and it hit me square in my dickhead. Oh, no. There was no balls. Like I, I had turned sideways, and it was just, you know, my shit was right there, and it just said smack right on my fucking dickhead. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> my legs gave out. I fell down, and I kind of lost my breath for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the ref dude was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like... <gasps> Oh my gosh, he shot me in my dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, dude, you got to get up and get out of here. You're going to get fucking shot again. I don't know how the ref became Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> you got to get out of here. <laughs> You're going to get lobbed on. And that's uh, the bottom line. <laughs> yeah. He's going to stop here on the paintball field. He got shot in his dick. <laughs> Uh, so yeah I got outside and I I had to nurse myself it felt like slam if you were to take your dickhead right like it's dickhead there's no shaft there's no balls it's just straight up dickhead if you took it and you slammed it in a fucking in a cabinet door oh no Ah, that's horrible (laughs) so it took a minute and I finally came around no pun intended. Uh, I, I didn't jack off or anything. That was weird. I don't know why I said that. I don't know if you had some kind of numbing sensation after that. That might have been an opportune time. Kind of what You know, that's what happened. It's like it hurt for the first 10 minutes, and then it just – I didn't feel my dick for like the rest of the evening. But we're outside and uh, talking and shit, and we go back to my buddy's house. Now – 
she kind of cut me off. We get back, and she's just like, "All right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out." And uh, <laughs> before you finish, it's just like I thought this was a whole paintball store, and the crescendo was uh, you getting shot in the dickhead. But I forgot we was talking about cock blocking. <laughs> okay, well that's see there. I'm sorry. Okay, so the cock block story is uh, we get back. I'm thinking we're gonna sit in the car, fool around, because that's what we've been doing, you know. And she's like, "Nah, I got to bounce." And I was like, "Okay." And uh, so I'm sitting there eating some pizza rolls, talking to my homeboy. And uh, he goes, yeah, man, I don't think you're going to get anywhere with her. And I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah, we were talking while you were, uh, you know, getting your shit together. And uh, she said, man, did you see how high that shit hit him on that on his shirt? He was like. I had this long shirt on that came down past my knees and maybe I just wasn't bulged up that particular day. Mm-hmm. And uh, she basically implied that I have a small dick. She was like, do you see how high that? Cause I was saying it hit me square in the dick head, you know, yeah. <laughs> and like at a certain point to where it kind of nicked my shirt tail. Oh. <laughs> and she was like, do you see how high on the shirt that shit hit? I don't know about all that. And my buddy was like, I don't know, man. You know, fucking <laughs> he backed me up. So essentially, I think, uh, yeah, he cock blocked me. That's what I told him. I was like, you cock blocked me. I was like, we were going to fool around. And you fucking basically, she didn't, you didn't say I had a big dick, but you did not say that I had a small dick. You fuck. Well, man, well he was in a compromising situation there, man. Cause like, yeah. what, 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 what would he say? I mean, as your boy is like, yeah, man, he got a big dick. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. He, it caught him in a swing. His dick was actually swinging up toward his I stomach. Said, that you supposed to take one for your buddy. That was my homeboy. <laughs> like this wasn't just some random fucking dude. He, he could have been like, no, I'm sure it's fine. And if he wanted to be a good friend, he could have been like, oh, no, he's got some girth. See, that's the thing. He's girthy. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he got a lot of surface area that he could have got hit, you know. He's not very long, but he'll stretch you out. <laughs> I don't think that was the type of girl for you anyway, man. I mean, look at her. The whole time she was worried about, you know, about your, your penis stature. And everything, rather than getting to know you, your personality, and everything, she was just worried about her um her fleshy needs and everything. <laughs> Fuck her! I think she got herpes. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was that one or two people that you put in a room full of four that had it. Laughing now, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you just shot her with a paintball gun full of Valtrex. Fat, fat, fat. Okay. Right. So did Jared have another? Yes, Jared has another. And then the last three will be Hoppy. Uh, did you want to hit a single Hoppy, then go back to Jared? Let's do Jared, and then we'll knock out Hoppy Rogers. All right, let's see what we got. John the BK. Anyway, you have a cock block, a big cock block, and a cock block, you get a cock blocker. Oh, right, you must have thought you he got a uh, cock block for cut a off. Or not. I don't know. Trying to figure that out. You, your listeners, answer us. Let's know the answer. Anyway, hope all is well with you down there in H-Town. Once again, congrats on the new house, you and your family. Uh, can't wait to, to hear what kind of podcast magic you bring from your new digs. And, yeah. Hook shrubs and spices. All over your cock blocking ability. We black it out. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's crazy. That was um the other half of the um, previous voicemail. I guess he thought he got cut off before he got his question out. But in between the time that he did the first half of the voicemail and the second half of the voicemail, Hoppy son of voicemail in between. <laughs> <laughs> but get bombarding your box. Yeah, but like um, yeah, hooks her up some spices, some good. I gotta, I gotta get some of that shit. I, you keep talking about it, and you know I'm a spicy motherfucker. I I know how to cook. I do most of the cooking here. Yeah. I need to I need to get a, a menu to see what's up with these hooks, rubs, and spices because I be eating chicken, yeah. I be grilling. Mm-hmm. You can you look know? them up on Etsy. Yep. Are you familiar with Etsy? Just a disclaimer: I also be eating pork and steak, and uh, you know uh, other types of meat, not necessarily just chicken. By the way, a chicken is delicious. Chicken's wonderful. I fucking love chicken. Not I'd eat chicken every goddamn day if I could. Not not because I'm African American and I'm predisposed to liking chicken, but <laughs> are you? Is that is that a category? I don't we'll know. Get, hey, you know what? We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, that's one of our stereotypes. But yeah, um, big shout outs to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. I, uh, if you heard the Black Panther episode or whatever, uh, they extended a sponsorship to the show. Fuck yeah. So I haven't got all the details on that yet, but it's out there. It's on audio and uh, you can't take it back now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to get that uh, voicemail, that happy son in between Jared's voicemails. Oh, this is another humdinger from the audio log. Let's see. Anyway, when she got in there where he was by herself, uh, he said, I got to see it before I left. And then the phone rang and oh, this motherfucker just snapped to it, went and got a drink and just started laughing with somebody like nothing fucking happened. Well, her her father-in-law, uh, Sean's dad had just died. It was all like wanted his to see some grandbabies and never could. And uh, she found out a week later she was pregnant. And, you know, does that mean something? Who the fuck knows? But uh, it was, who knows? And then, uh, one night last week, my cat got a bad habit scratching on the closet door. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous because she can't, I always got the door closed. Anywho, so she's always scratching on that motherfucker. So uh, one night last week, the cat would not stop scratching at the fucking closet door. And I calls her name and calls her name. I calls her name five times just scratching that door. I throw the fucking pillow at the bitch. And uh call her name again and she meows right next to my head. I'm telling you, remember, anytime you hear something's illegal in 49 states, the other state is Kentucky. Love y'all. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I think that was a continuation of um, his story about his uh, grandmother and, and the ghost thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, paranormal activities with Hoppy. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't either. Not one little bit. No. Nah. I mean, I, I'm you know what? partially let me, paranoid. <laughs> let me paraphrase. Okay. I don't believe in... Like seeing a ghost, like ooh, I don't. That's I don't believe in that. Booga booga, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I, I made a, a joke. It's Paul Mooney's joke about it. Is and have you 
You remember that joke? Now go ahead. It's there's no such thing as ghosts because if there were, slaves would come back and beat the shit out of y'all. Oh. <laughs> and uh, that makes a lot of sense to me. I'm like, yeah. So uh, I don't believe in, in ghost ghosts. I believe in energy. So maybe like things I guess could kind of be haunted. Yeah. Like bad luck. Mm-hmm. You know, people say dolls like are really susceptible to energy, and that's why they're creepy in most cases. Annabelle. Uh, mirrors. There are certain things that can just kind of maybe have some some bad bad energy attached to it. The movie Mirrors. Yeah. There's some weird shit out there, and there's some really traumatic things that happen. And I believe that there might be a way to imprint kind of like – almost like – remember Pokemon Go? Yeah. Where they had the little energy spots, like on on a picture, I guess. I never played it, but I saw mm-hmm. people would you'd be in a place, and then you see like a little energy orb thing floating there, like yeah, it's a place and time where some really really fucked up shit happened, and uh, it like imprints. Mm-hmm. I believe that could be possible, but I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, you know, just not. There ain't no Scooby Doo mysteries around this motherfucker. <laughs> Ghost Adventures with Zach Baggins. Are you here? Would you like to come down here and have a chat? And then, you know, I w- they would trip him and trip him down the goddamn stairs if they were real. Yeah, so no. I don't believe I don't believe in ghosts because if anybody would get fucked up, it'd be him. <laughs> yeah. They would just do that thing, that foot thing that your buddy does when you're walking. Yeah, a walk- flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> the the one where he kicks your foot, kick the ankle, yeah. Bam! And just trip you, and you would fall downstairs. That's what would happen if it was legit. Yeah, man. You know how much violence. Yeah, it was because it'd be a lot of vengeful and hateful spirit motherfuckers just be walking around here, just jacking motherfuckers up. It'd be so fucking funny. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. If it was happening to you, that shit wouldn't be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's just all that's all the shit we need Jody we got all this nonsensical violence and all this other bullshit going on in the world and you want to throw fucking practical joking ghost in this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> vengeful ghosts that like push you in front of buses oh no like, or trains it was like pull you back just in the last second they just nip the tip of your fucking nose off <laughs> oh man that would be horrible <laughs> I told my wife that it's just like if I die and then I can come back and haunt you, I just like I would cock block you to no end. <laughs> I I was having a visit like a hand. I would just be like, nope. <laughs> yeah, like I'd just be laying inside of the bed or whatever. As soon as the dick go by, I just slap the head up, be like, Pow. <laughs> nope. <laughs> She's like, why do you keep hitting my dick? Oh, I'm not touching your dick. <laughs> like a cat and a fucking cobra, you would just be like, uh uh-uh. uh. I would Every grab, time I get probably, close to the hole, I feel a pinch right on the tip. Yeah. What is that about? I would grab that motherfucker by the dick and lead him out the goddamn door. He's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Sir. Please. <laughs> and motherfucker, just, just imagine that to like to see that from the other side. You you the girl laying in the bed and the dude just getting raised up by his dick, just walking on his tippy toes like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> believe in ghosts then it'd be like a scene from ghost dad <laughs> just some shit just goes floating across the room and all of a sudden you see the dude being let out like a horse just do, 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 do. oh jesus that motherfucker went through the phone and choked the shit out 
<laughs> Man, are we wrong for reminiscing on uh, pre-rapey Bill Cosby? No, it's a part of our childhood, man. I was putting this movie room together. I was um, breaking out all the DVDs, putting them in um, places that I want to organize them. And I came across my favorite Bill Cosby stand-up special, Bill Cosby himself. Can I be honest? Yes. Never seen it. It's good. The only part that I know of it is the part that Carlos Mencia got accused of ripping on. Um, You know, the where they thank mom after a long life of dad helping the kid. Is that from himself? No? No, like, go ahead and continue with it. Because, like, I mean, I had to jog my memory. I haven't seen it in a while. I know it's a Bill Cosby special, but it's the one where he talks about you raise a kid as a father, you know, all these years you put in the time and the effort. And then oh, when they get across, when they graduate or they accomplish something, they turn and say, hi, mom. Yeah. Thanks, mom. That was Bill Cosby himself. Okay, Yeah. I know that part. That's about it. So maybe I'll have to check it out because I'm I can be objective. I don't appreciate or approve of anything that he did to those women. Mm. But I mean. Supposedly, I appreciate the story. I have to. It's it's a thing in time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, sorry. Yeah, because like, I, I bust out the DVD and I seen it. And I was like, oh man, I want to watch this. And then I was just like, oh man, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> what I was listening to you and McCool uh, on the episode the other day, and you, he brought up Chris Benoit. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just supposed to act like Chris Benoit wasn't one of like the most intense fucking wrestlers you'd ever seen. Yeah. Motherfucker used to blow his nose on people. Yeah. I would be so mad if you fucking hawked up like a booger out your fucking face. You didn't even take, you didn't suck it back like a loogie and spit it on me. You literally took your thumb and put Put it it on on your your fucking nose and shot a snot rocket on me. I might stab you in the throat. Mm. Like, are you try to be professional as fuck? Be like, you take it and everything after the match over you in the back. It's like, motherfucker, what's your goddamn problem? <laughs> I don't know how, especially if we didn't talk about that first. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that wasn't a thing that he was like, oh, by the way, I'm going to blow my nose on you later. Okay. It's just part of his character. Like, he was fucking nasty. Them suplexes with his head butts. Mm-hmm. You know, he, did he murder his whole family and then himself? Yeah. Was he in a weird time and place yeah. in, in history with a head full of CTE and fucking years of steroids and, and intense road living as a wrestler? It's a, uh, you know, shit happens. Yeah. I can't not appreciate that, that they did some good work. Let's go fuck yourself, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know what to tell you. Bill Cosby is a lot of people's influences for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, there are people that make the joke. It's a joke, I guess. But the reality is, is, if Bill Cosby were to show up, you probably would at least, you know, humor the idea of having a conversation with him, I think. Yeah. You might not listen to a word he says, but just based on principle, you're going to go, all right, I'll, I'll talk to Bill Cosby. Yeah. Okay. Be like, a, <laughs> uh, I think that now, was, if you're I a young think, lady, you're probably going to say, can I have a chaperone? Maybe yeah. a couple people to hang out. I'm with just going to put my napkin over my drink. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that was like that. Um, I think it was Dave Chappelle. Uh, he had that joke about um, Michael Jackson wanted to see him. He's like, oh, for real? He's like, I wouldn't break an appointment or nothing to go 
see that shit, go see him or whatever. But you know, if I had time, <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yeah, of course. What's up, dude? How you doing? Oh uh, shit! All right, man. We got two more happy voicemails. Let's go ahead and play these shits. Trailer park sluts. Songs in they butts, got three bitches pregnant, having hoppy mutts. No steak, no coke, cut. More money than King Tut. Used to have belly button lint in my wallet. Now hoes give me numbers, but I don't call it. Me too, me too. They all looking for a mark. Bitch, get out my ear and put that four tone back in park. Sitting 80 inches up in a Chevy. Fucking weighty bitches, I'm talking heavy. Got them haters all looking like she. Got them haters all looking like she. <laughs> Not only do we get wonderful stories from Hoppy and life experiences, but we get musical entertainment. <laughs> Be sure to play that one at half speed. Yeah, play that one. At, matter of fact, don't play it at half speed slow. Play it at half speed fast. <laughs> <laughs> try like, it. Try it out. Yeah. Do both. Sound like Twister. <laughs> oh shit! Um, if if there's anybody listening right now that has some kind of musical expertise, producer side, I want you to sync that up with a beat or whatever and send that to us. <laughs> It'd be good. Yeah, do that. That'd be awesome. I think uh, Anomaly would approve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got another long one, and it's the final one from Happy. Hey, what's up, Mars? What's up, Neptunians? What's up, uh, people on Jupiter and uh, you motherfuckers in Andromeda Galaxy? This Happy. I'm going to read a uh, passage out of Hunter S. Thompson's book, Kingdom of Fear. That's, that's what he calls the United States of America. He calls it the Kingdom of Fear. But, uh, if you didn't know, Hunter S. Thompson's from my hometown, Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, wonderful gonzo journalist. Please check out his books, especially, uh, Kingdom of Fear, which I'm gonna read from here to try to get you, uh, to read some, some of his work. <clears throat> he has, uh, passed away at this point. He committed suicide. It was, uh, not a depressed suicide. It was, uh, uh, you know, he done everything he could do. And, you know, uh, he just said, uh, I don't want to end up in a retirement home. And so he had a big party and went out with a bang, literally. But anyway, this is, uh, this is out of his book, Hunter S. Thompson, Kingdom of Fear. Winter is always a time of fear and greed and hoarding for all the, you know, January and February coming up. Debt collectors are active on old people and fleece the weak and helpless. They want to lay in enough cash to weather the known horrors of January and February. There is always a rash of kidnappings and abductions of school children in the football months. Preteens of both sexes are traditionally seized and grabbed off the streets by gangs of organized perverts who traditionally give them as Christmas gifts to each other as personal sex slaves and playthings. Most of these things are obviously wrong and evil and ugly, but at least they are traditional. They will happen. Your driveway will ice up, your furnace will explode, and you will be ran in traffic by an uninsured driver in a stolen car. But what the hell? That is why we have insurance, eh? And the inevitability of these nightmares is what makes them so reassuring. Life will go on, for good or ill. The structure might be a little crooked, but the foundations are still strong and unshakable. Ho, ho! Think again, Buster. Look around you. There is an eerie sense of panic in the air, a silent fear and uncertainty that comes with once reliable faith and truth and solid institutions that are no longer safe to believe in. There was a presidential election right on schedule. 
but somehow there is no president. A new Congress is elected, like always, but somehow there is no Congress at all. Not as we knew it, anyway, and whatever passes for Congress will be as helpless and weak as whoever has to pass for the new president. If this were the wild world of sports, it would be like playing a Super Bowl that goes into 19 scoreless overtimes and never actually ends, or four L.A. Lakers stars being murdered in different places on the same day. Guaranteed fear and loathing. Abandon all hope. Prepare for the weirdness. Get familiar with cannibalism. Good luck, Doc. And that's it. Heavy duty, man. I know he Hoppy blesses us with a range of emotions from silly to scared to like, you know, inspirational and everything and shit. Do you uh are you familiar with Hunter S. Thompson? No, not at all. <laughs> uh I'm not gonna sit here and, you know, blow smoke up anybody's ass. I don't read. So Me neither. Right. I'm pretty sure he's the dude that wrote Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, he's the character Johnny Depp in that that movie. That was a weird movie. I only seen it once, and it was a really long time ago. I might have to revisit it. It's heavy. It's it's a lot of drugs and and a lot to to take in. But the nuance of that movie is pretty fucking awesome. Like if you sit there and just catch all the little, just the little details, man. The the. Uh, and the freakouts and the, the the one-liners. There's some interaction between Johnny Depp and Benicio del Toro in the movie that is it's fucking priceless. Where they one of them's you know out of their mind on drugs, mm-hmm. and the other one's trying to make them act straight, and they're like, "Get yourself together, man! What the fuck?" <laughs> Dude, stand there like fitting to stab him. Oh, I don't want to spoil it. Well, it's not a spoil. There's a, a scene where Benicio Del Toro gets out of his mind on acid mm-hmm. and he's in the bathtub. Johnny Depp finds him. You know, he's gotten into the drugs and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's listening to Jefferson Airplane, the white rabbit. And uh, Johnny Depp comes into the bathroom and Benicio Del Toro's like, when it hits the chorus, throw that fucking radio into this bathtub and kill me and he's like are you sure <laughs> and he's like yeah i want you to fucking kill me and he's like oh man you'll be fucking shot across the room what like i wouldn't want to do that and he's like i gotta fucking do it if you're my friend <laughs> there's little moments in that 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 interaction right in the middle of the movie you know he's like i can't go to sleep with you out here with a knife and he's like who said anything about cutting you up? I just wanted to put a little Z in your forehead. Like it's, there's a lot of entertainment value. And so at one point they're going back and forth, Benicio Del Toro wants him to kill him. And he's like, okay, fuck it. Let's do this shit. Let's get crazy. And he's like, because he knows he's coming. <laughs> and Johnny Depp picks up a grapefruit <laughs> walking out of the bathroom with the radio and he's like I'm gonna throw it in and he's like do it motherfucker and then right when it hits the part he pegs him in the forehead with a fucking grapefruit and slams the door shut <laughs> what the fuck and then you hear Benicio Del Toro in the bathroom like screaming just like <gasps> <laughs> and then he kicks the fucking bathroom door open and they make him look like a monster like He's standing there and they put like a purple and a green light, you know, from the the bottom Mm -hmm. 
light up the front of him, almost like black light. <laughs> so when he kicks the fucking door open, he's standing there like. <sighs> <laughs> then he starts yelling at Johnny Depp. You have to check it out again, man. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. Just, I, I vaguely remember some of that stuff or whatever. So I'm going to have to revisit it. <laughs> If being an older person now who's lived life and you know a little more maybe about drugs and stuff and kind of what they might do to you, um, you might have a different appreciation because they tell you what they're doing, you know, throughout the whole thing with cocaine and mescaline and fucking all kinds of shit. Yeah. <laughs> fucking drugs. All so right. I, I mean, well, we out of voicemails, my friend. Well. <sighs> I guess that means there's only there's only one other thing on the docket, uh, Mr. B. Rob. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, w- would you like to take the lead on this? Have you planned out like what's what's fixing to happen here? Because I'm really I'm interested to to get your honest opinion because I'm not sure if it's real. So that's it seems a little bit kind of stereotypy. Yeah. It's just like serious enough sounding. To where I have to go, like, oh man, like there are people like this out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I guess we go ahead and get into it. Uh, I have a YouTube page, and uh, you know, it doesn't get a lot of traffic. I mean, it's just like anything. I mean, you, I guess you would get out of it what you put into it or whatever. Right. And I just throw random shit on my um, my freaking YouTube page, and this. This one particular video when I was still in the military, um, I just started a podcast or whatever, and I think I put it up there for the year anniversary of the show. And it was me pretty much talking about um, podcasting when I very first started doing it and everything. And um, I threw the video up there. And um, yesterday when I was sitting around at work, I got a buzz in my pocket. And I was like, oh, what's this? And it was a notification saying that I got a comment on one of my YouTube videos, which one excited me to no end because I don't get shit on my YouTube page, you know, right? except for one time when this uh, girl commented on the video of me, uh, Andre and um, Tiny Ebony, now Melanie Cummins. Yeah. When we did the video chat and um, she was talking about how hot Andre was. <laughs> right. So that was anyone even about me about my show is about another motherfucker that was on it <laughs> shout out to Andre he is a sexy man though and um so I get this notification uh, I got a comment on my YouTube video I was like oh shit so I go pull it up and I seen which video it was and then I scroll down and there's this long comment I mean it wasn't like long when I first saw it, because they only show you a preview of it until you actually click on it. And I was like, oh, okay, we wonder what this is. And the first line of it, it said, um, I was stationed in Fort Leonard and lived in Waynesville, Missouri from uh, 2007 to 2011. So right then and there, I was like, oh, shit, this is a fellow military person or whatever. Right. So I opened it up and I started reading it. And um, first of all, the dude name is uh, Dan Daly. And uh, for those of you who don't know it, that's a, um, a historical uh, figure in um, Marine Corps history, Dan Daly. And um, I, so automatically I was just like, OK, so this is a, this it's real enough. So it's somebody either like fucking with you. Yeah. Or like it's not happenstance. Like this is somebody who knows enough about you or the military or something. You yeah. know, it's it's 
weird <laughs> that they got a few of these points correct enough with your life, you know, to where it could be somebody you've actually come across or met in your life. Yeah. And I mean, even in the video, I, the video is titled Waynesville. So right. automatically. And then I think some at some points in the video, I talk about I'm in Waynesville, Missouri. So, I mean, you automatically get that from the video. So it wouldn't. Okay. So maybe. All right. All right. Could be a professional troll. Just somebody fucking with you, too. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's see where this goes. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to just read it. And then, you know, I apologize if my reading skills are lackluster because I don't read a lot and I don't care for reading. That's why I do audio styles of podcast. <laughs> right. I just want to preface, guys, he sent this to me and Ray from the Naked Porch podcast yesterday afternoon. I was working, like driving my truck, and I saw the the message pop up, and I even commented on this. <laughs> and I just kind of skimmed it, and I saw one portion. I saw it was a comment on YouTube, and I saw that it said Negro Family. And I was like, hold up. Hey, <laughs> put the brakes on. And I said, I'm going to have to take a minute and read this. Like, uh, y'all give me a minute. <laughs> okay. Like, shit's finna get real, guys. So buckle up. All right, here we go. Nice and slow. Nice and easy. All right. Even if I read it a little bit too fast, you can go back to the beginning of this and put it on half speed. Half speed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. I got to blow this thing up. It was small when I just screen capped it. All right. I was stationed at Fort Leonard Wood and lived in Waynesville, Missouri from 2007 to 2011. My neighbors were n- the nicest Negro family I ever met. <laughs> they were clean and quiet, didn't cause any trouble and were quite respectful towards my children and wife and I. Do you know the Johnston family? Leroy and uh, Tamila Johnston? You know, six or eight kids, uh, you know, a lot of grandbabies. You have a familiar look. I could swear I've seen you at their trailer house. My wife, Becca, said my wife, Becca, agrees on the weekends. They would have their peeps and peeps is in parentheses. Come visit (laughs) (laughs) and they would have big old barbecues playing cards in parentheses as spades. (laughs) dominoes horseshoes do you play horseshoes i never learned how (laughs) actually it says horseshoe guys horseshoe my bad singular so just there was a a grammatical error that i laughed at yeah it's like with my mind or whatever when i see something wrong i try to read it right (laughs) right do you play horseshoe do you play horseshoe okay you know i never learned how i like going (laughs) It's making me laugh when I read this shit, man. (laughs) I like going to the tavern, hunting, ducks, quails, fun racks, uh, NASCAR races, and big lifted Ford pickup trucks. Look out, though. (laughs) I'm not prejudiced by any means. I'll run anybody over that gets in my way. Ha ha. (laughs) Uh, Doesn't matter if you're black, brown, pale, high yellow. Beep beep, vroom. move it, boy, or I'll. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm sorry. He doesn't give a fuck if you're Wesley Snipes, Kendrick Lamar, or Sinbad. No. You step out in front of his fucking lift board <laughs> truck. It's that ass, boy. Yeah. 
or get uh, run uh, over. <laughs> yeah, <geez>. yeehaw. <laughs> so, anyways, if you see Leroy and uh, Tamila Johnston, tell Leroy. them Mr. Daly said howdy. Yeehaw. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry if I didn't read that clearly enough, but I was just laughing. It's, it's like the more I look over it, it's like the more funny it is to me. <laughs> uh, So, <laughs> did, did, would you like to give your, your response? Because I thought it was a, pr- a fairly good one. I don't know if Mr. Mr. Bailey, Daly, whatever, Dan Daly got his, uh, his message. Yeah. Cause like, um, the only reason that I wrote it the way I wrote it is because, um, as soon as I seen the comment and I read over it, I was laughing. I, I hit the like button on it and then I hit the thumbs up on it. And then, uh, when I went to the message box to reply to his message and, um, I'm reading my response that I had to write separately, the comment was gone. It was erased. So I guess he went back in and erased it or whatever after he seen that I liked and um oh, upvoted it because like I mean no lie see that makes me think that it was like legit <laughs> like yeah. it was somebody just fucking trolling because trolls don't give a shit yeah it was somebody who's just a clueless old fuck it was like hey because <laughs> like right off bat I mean I got the I got the um the notification I read it. And then as soon as I get to the bottom of the notification, it was the message was written less than two minutes of me seeing it. And <laughs> as soon as I finished, I liked it and I thumbs up it and then I hit the reply button so I can write him a response. And um, when I finished my response and I pressed the send button, you know, it said I kept getting an error and everything. And then the message was gone. <laughs> but uh, this was my response. <laughs> Uh, Dan Daly. I can't say if uh, I've met them or not. My many years in the military service takes me quite a few places. I've met many people, but Leroy and his wife, Tamila, uh, doesn't sound too familiar. I understand the confusion of you thinking you may have seen me there at their trailer home. Uh, we Negroes all tend to look alike. Uh <laughs> Thanks for sharing your fond memories of your neighbors. I hope you are able to reunite with them one day. <laughs> you know, reunite with them uh, someday. Best regards, B Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it didn't make me angry or anything. It's just like when I read through the first part of him being in Missouri from here. From this time to this time, I was like, oh, well, shit, I, I wasn't there during that time frame. I was there from um, 2014 to 2016. Right. I was like, oh, no, nah, I don't know this guy. And then I read down to the nicest Negro family. and I was like, what? The Hold plot, up. I was like, the plot thickens. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the, the plot thickens. <laughs> and then um, I then go you look at the profile picture and you go, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, uh okay <laughs> next yeah and then i read and i read and like even oh. going back and reading it just now aloud it would mean it was just funny as fuck to me man <laughs> just fucking blinking and like going hold up and you go back to the start of the sentence said night what and the wife leroy and to johnston all right man like <laughs> You weave a nice web. I wish I knew who you were. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, um, 
when he was talking about neighbors and everything, because I mean, I had um, Hispanic neighbors to my left and um, black neighbors to my right. So I thought, you know, maybe they might have knew my neighbors. You know, I thought this was some legitimacy to this message. Right. And um, it was just a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> uh, hashtag funny racism. Yeah, um, I even went when I was able to because I can't find it now. I went to um, his profile on YouTube and it was just the same picture that you seen in the message. And um, it was no videos, no follows, nothing. So I don't know if somebody probably trolling. They probably created an account just so they can do whatever. And then they, um, they got rid of it. <laughs> Hashtag bless his heart. Oh man! But I mean, yeah. I wasn't upset or whatever. I mean, oh, I, no, no. That, how? Why would you be? It's yeah. just some dipshit on the internet. But it's just, it's funny. It's show content. <laughs> you yeah, know? it is. And um, we, the real world, man. We talk about real shit, and that's as real as it gets. Is probably somebody fucking with you, mm-hmm. but it's real enough that you would be like, well, it could be somebody trying to fuck with me for real. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And like I posted it on my Instagram and um my Twitter and everything. So if anybody's curious to to want to put eyes on it, you can find it there. Um I posted it on at it's B Rob I T S B R O B and um also retweeted it on the show's uh Twitter account at three R show. So I mean you can find it on Instagram or Twitter if you want to read it for yourself. But um when I posted it on Instagram, I got a lot of comments from like Joe Moffat and, you know, uh, wheelbarrow full of dicks and everything. Also, speaking of wheelbarrow full of dicks, if um you're a, a podcaster like I am, you should have high aspirations to getting on the albino alligator indie podcast top ten list presented by the wheelbarrow full of dicks podcast. It's a prestigious list. They're handing out seals of approval if you um nominate it. So um you know if you're a podcast like me and Jody B I mean you should strive to be on the albino alligator indie podcast top 10 list presented by the wheelbarrow full of dicks can I tell you a way of spicing that up a little bit because I know Mike like relatively well mm-hmm. uh, he wants to It's this is funny this is inside baseball right now secret time oh secret time it's probably driving him crazy that you're calling it the wheelbarrow full of dicks podcast Oh, he likes show better? It's the Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks Internet Radio Program. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm not tell I'm not correcting you. You do what you want to do, mm-hmm. but I'm saying if you really want to sweeten it up and make it sound like perfect, it's the Albino Alligator Indie Podcast. Podcast Top Ten. And presented by the wheelbarrow full of dicks internet radio program any internet radio program all right i'll I'll add that to my arsenal if i want to be um similar to the dicks of the wheelbarrow yeah i'll just say the way i've been saying it (laughs) funny because i know i don't it's one of those things where he wouldn't he would never say shit to you because you're a nice guy and, you know, you might be his only black friend, Rob. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I've been known to be the token. I'm not weird. With so that. it's funny because he's not going to correct you. Like, and be like, no, call it whatever you want. That's fine. But I know that, like, other people have referred to their shit as a podcast. And he'll be like, fellas, fellas, we're a internet radio uh, program. We do live content. We just happen to be a podcast, you know, that. You know his shit, his and stick. I kinda, and I kind of understand that because, like, 
I don't know if you can really notice it or not, but there was um, a couple episodes whenever I would do my intro, you know, I'd be like the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. But there was a, a slew full of episodes where I would be like the Random Rounds with Rob show or I would hesitate to say the podcast because I was trying to cut that out. But I right. mean, you know, I was just like, fuck it, man. It is what it is. I mean, <laughs> I say whatever the fuck it is. I mean, because I mean, it is a show and I mean, it is a podcast. So, I mean, what the fuck? You it's, know? it's funny. People have their things. It's just the other day when you were saying it, every time you said podcast, I was literally giggling to myself going. Because you knew. <laughs> this is driving Mike fucking nuts right now. I just know it. <laughs> oh, and what's even probably making him a little more insane? Because, like, there's been comments um, you know, throughout. it was like somebody recommended the Rambling Randoms podcast with Rob. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if they had, you know, a, a respectable following, and maybe they would get you a bump, and you would just be like, ah, oh, it's the Random Ramblings. Hey, man, I, I've been there I'll before. You want. <laughs> yeah, I've been there before because, like, I had people even leave voicemails on my goddamn show promoting my show you know this is such and such and um, you're listening to and they would fuck up the name of the show <laughs> on my voicemail on my show and I just played it anyway I didn't give a fuck <laughs> randomly rambles podcast yeah. show with Rob what, what I uh, picked up from a lot of it or whatever is just like any show that I've been a guest on you know except for a select few they leave the B out is always Rob or rambling Rob <laughs> So, well, you just threw out your government name on your last episode, you motherfucker. I told you I didn't know it until we became friends on Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking I actually told Mike we were talking about something the other day. And, uh, you know, after you got off the fucking episode, they said your name like 15 times because mm-hmm. they were talking about some other shit. Yeah. And I texted him and I was just like, you want to hear something funny? <laughs> I was like, I know what Rob's real name is. It was great. Had a moment. We're like secret friends, like everybody. We got our little troop. <laughs> I enjoy it. We get into some some deep shit. Yeah, it, I think it's what it's all about, man. Like we're just talking and living life and fucking reporting back and uh, trying to get good conversation out of it. We've been talking for two hours about nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I know, I know there's some good shit in here. We did an early morning. Get your punk ass out of bed, cast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I wasn't going to be up anyway, but you had me up a little bit earlier than I w- I'm normally accustomed to on the weekend. <laughs> but it's okay. You get your mind flowing. We've talked about monsters. We've talked about racism and half-speed podcasts on ooh, value. Ooh, ooh, don't forget, we talked about the oh-so-glorious yoga pants. Yoga pants. I lost my point. I'm going to be so pissed when I listen back and I hear <laughs> where it was and I'm going to go, Fuck! This is the thing I was talking about that I forgot. God damn it. Don't you hate that shit, though? I've, I've had so many podcasts to where, you know, we were getting into the conversation. I had a point that I wanted to bring up, but we get sidetracked by other shit. And then when the show's over, it's like, fuck, I forgot to ask about this. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's kind of what I used um, the Lemur platform that I've been plugging so much it's just like it'll be the after show inside baseball stuff like how you was talking about we'll have this episode here and whatever i forgot about i go over on lemur and be like oh man this is what i want to talk about this is this this is this and this is this oh that's pretty cool it was coming to android soon this is the inferior platform which i happen to to have and i don't hold that against you 
No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'll wait. Uh, you know, it sucks because there are a few different uh, podcast things. I just use Podcast Addict. That's the one I've always used. Yeah, I've heard about that. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be okay. I got a, a memo from one the other day. I'm going to have to do – they wanted uh, – podcasters to just answer a couple questions about you know their experience and advice and stuff you might give to somebody and fill that out a platform that you might want to use as far as listening to your podcast song because i know you're into comedy yeah is a laughable is it a apple ios system no i think it's on android as well i had um it might not be i maybe i just haven't looked i don't know yeah you probably hadn't looked my phone is in uh, baby monitor mode at the moment. Oh, yeah, so. I understand. Just, just whenever you get the time. <laughs> Check it out. What, it's what, cool, man. Like, you know, at this point, you've been doing it for a little bit. And so now you're kind of going to see what the next little step might be. And for me, I think it's maybe get a few more listeners. You know, we're doing this pattern madness thing. And, you know, if, if I don't know when this is coming out, but if we're still tomorrow. involved. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, motherfuckers. Go to at Potter and Madness and uh, look us up at Po' Boy Pod. We're in one of the brackets somewhere and fucking vote for me. Or go to at Po' Boy Pod at Jody B 501. I should have something there with the latest latest bracket. See, you you do that thing that I do as well. You say we a lot like is more than one person hosting this show. (laughs) It's we because we're all. We're all fucking together on this. It's yeah. We're all in this together. That's how we are the world. Um, we are the children. We are the children. We are the ones to make a brighter day. Let's so let's on. keep on giving. There's a choice to make. Yeah. Our whole life. It takes you to make a brighter day, just you and me. Love it. <laughs> making friends in 2018 this is how it's done for people that actually need social interaction so i'm jumping in i think i'm gonna start fucking with this potter and family shit see if i can pick up a few more listeners it's fun yeah. you know we're all in this together and we're sharing our experience and i dig it yeah because i mean <laughs> i don't use the potter and family thing as much as i used to in the beginning but through the potter family i've met everybody you know i mean i met you through matt on the passers by podcast whom i've met through the potter family shit right so i mean without the potter family there would be no uh two hour and some odd minute hundred hour episode of voicemails with me and you (laughs) yeah it's crazy right Mm -hmm. so i would be kind of ignorant not to at least try to you know do my part and you know, keep the ball rolling and maybe you show a little love for the folks that, that are just in it at the very beginning and they haven't had to, you know, eat an episode or fucking sit here for three and a half hours cutting out pauses yeah. and uh, mouth breathing or promotions and getting two fucking listens on a track yeah. and go, what am I fucking, whatever. I don't really care, but. It would be nice to know somebody else heard that. I thought it was good. Yeah. <laughs> or you get an important one, one where you actually have great conversation and the audio's out and it's just you talking to your fucking self. Yeah. I've been there on both occasions. 
It is frustrating, man. We have a lost episode, you know, one of the first episodes of the the Po' Boys podcast where I had a condenser mic and it was loud as shit in here. Oh. We talked about some good shit, but it's uh, it's gone. And you'll figure that out after a year, two years, ten years, however long you decide to do it. It's, it's a labor of love. You might not get paid a fucking dollar. So if that's what you're trying to do. You better have a good source of uh, content yeah. because if you're not putting shit out at least once a week and making it interesting, you know, why Why would you listen to it? Yeah. And I'm grateful for everybody that put ears on this podcast and retweet and like and share and just, you know, even just give a thumbs up and everything, especially like people like Brandon McIntyre and Glenn Abbott, who are contributors to the show. Um, what's his name on uh, Twitter? There's a guy I, you might have run across him. Um, Evans, Jimmy Evans, Jimmy Evans. Yeah. He always tweets, um, you know, little hashtags and gifts mm-hmm. to the show. So I appreciate people like that. Also, um, Jason Martinez, he always tweets and retweets whenever he's listening to an episode and when he's done finishing listening to an episode. So I appreciate shit like that from those people. You know, big shout outs to them. I like it, man. We did good on a Saturday morning. It's 1030. We still got a whole goddamn day to deal with, man. Yeah, got to go do haircuts, buy building materials for this podcast studio. (laughs) Wow, at least we got something to build on. I got a thing set up for tomorrow. Hopefully it goes well. I might be using this as my fucking bracket. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dual cast, motherfucker. These hey, are my friends. Hey, you're welcome to it. Well, I might. So I'm just like you. If I'm on this motherfucker, it's recording. Exactly. I learned that a long time ago, too. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been like how you saying before. I've been on a show and the motherfucking computer just shit out like 20 minutes in and I'm just like oh well at least I'm recording on my side so we can keep going <laughs> that's what's up alright well, before P-Rock. we go man just go ahead and uh, plug your stuff bro I know you said it before but do it proper like now <laughs> okay it's uh I'm that motherfucker Jody B that motherfucker at Jody B 501 on Twitter that's all I got that's all I need um, I'm the host of the Po Boys podcast that's at Po Boy Pod on Twitter same thing I don't have email I don't have Facebook fucking Twitter that's, that's my platform if you like to listen to my show I'm I'm in a lot of places I think I'm the only show with that name so if you go Po Boys podcast on the Google search uh, I should be the only thing that pops up that I know of right. Apple fucking iTunes and Stitcher and all that good shit yeah and it's been a pleasure getting to know you mr jody b um, um excuse me you motherfucker named right. jody b and um just to see your progression man you went from being a podcast listener to a podcast guest to a motherfucking podcast host and it's just been great to see you for progression i feel like kevin owens right now you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. or daniel bryan like <laughs> The spotlight's been on me the whole time. I just don't need a tragic back injury to derail me right now. I'm trying to figure out the next step. Yes. And I hope I'm going to make the right decisions. And if not, fuck it. I'll just be sitting here talking to strangers and uh, enjoying what little human interaction I get to have now. So, <laughs> yeah, I can see up. Well, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and let you go, man. I appreciate your time, homeboy. Yeah, man. Take it easy. All right. Bye.
And that was that motherfucker Jody B. I appreciate you all for tuning in for this glorious second edition of the voicemail show. I guess I don't know. I still haven't figured out if that would qualify as annual, seeing that it was two different years that have done it, 2017 and 2018. It hasn't been a full 365 days in between. So I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, um, thank you for making it this far. If you have, Uh, thank you for listening to the show. And um, I'm going to do my outro thing as I do every week. You can find me on Twitter at it's B Rob. That's I T S B R O B. If you want to talk professional wrestling, any other general shenanigans, that's the place you do it. Uh, the show also has a Twitter. You can find it at three R show. So follow that for any updates and other shenanigans via that side. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Instagram. Just look up the random rambles with Rob and uh, you can see me walk through Walmart vlogging as the young people say which i haven't done a lot of lately i've just been you know working and taking the oldest kid to work now and trying to get shit together to build this uh podcast studio in my garage so i mean haven't i have been to walmart i just hadn't been recording nothing or whatever i've just been trying to get in get the shit i need and get out so i mean i'm gonna try to jump back on that here pretty soon um, you can go to randomrobcast.com and you can uh, support the show in many different ways. There's um, Amazon links that you can use. You don't have to pay anything extra. I just get a kickback for you using the link. I have merchandise, which I sorely need to update. Um, I have Patreon links. You can um, be a patron of the show like Brandon McIntyre and Glenn Abbott, who I appreciate oh so much. And um, you can buy equipment for the show through uh, Amazon wish list that I have on the website and you can just give me money straight up through my PayPal link but disregard all that shit I just said about you know monetarily supporting the thing that you can do that would help the show the most is leave a review like the show subscribe to it uh, retweet it all those things all that doesn't cost you a dime and it helps out the show tremendously. So if you can do that, I would very much so appreciate it. And that's it. I mean, that's the show here from 8 a.m. to 1030 a.m. And um, next week I have the good brother, Derek Stoughton. He is the director of all operations. So um, look forward to that next week. And then um, up in the coming weeks, if you're listening and you know who she is, Kayla Stevenson is going to be on the show. So I have two guests lined up for the next two weeks. And then beyond that, I have no fucking clue. If you're listening to the show and I talk to you via Twitter, talking about um, trying to schedule some things, I will get back to you momentarily and we'll make that happen. Um, but until then, I appreciate you for listening for the 31st, thousandth, twelve hundred and making up numbers time of saying thank you and I'll see you next time. Hush.
your face is coming straight to your ears A podcast network that's changing gears Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat A family of pods that are bringing the heat There ain't no stopping us Keep coming back to us sick ass pods That'll make you hush www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com